Hi, Sam. Hi, Lauren. Are you ready to talk about another Earth? I am, because after all, we, we are, are the Watchers, Watchers of Movies. I almost forgot the name of the movie as I was asking. That happens to me sometimes, too. <laughs> It was like I think I was like no. It was like I was like, what did we do again? I watched it this morning, but why would I remember? Yep, I feel I the even, same way. It's like a it leaves my brain as soon as I have to say the title. I know. Yeah, I'm like it's it's like uh, you know as soon as we start talking about it, I'm like, what was that movie actually about though? <laughs> <laughs> so I have a story to tell you that. I just, like, it was just the dumbest thing. Like, it was, as I told you before, and I said that I would say it on the podcast, it's something that if a little kid did, okay. They don't know any better. I am a 35-year-old woman who definitely knows better. So, the super stupid thing that I did, I have a, um, what is that called? The uh, shower head? Okay. Yeah, so I have the shower head, right? So the metal part that like wraps around the rubber tubing of it was starting to come undone. And so <laughs> I was like doing that thing that you do with like hoses when you um when they're on then you like push it together so oh, that like, it doesn't it? What is it? You kink it? Yeah, so like no water comes out. So I started doing that and I'm like <laughs> Your shower head does that? Well, the the little rubber tubing was starting to be exposed. Oh, so I I was playing with the rubber tubing. So I was like holding it shut. Well, guess what happens when pressure builds up? It explodes. (laughs) So it just like split wide open, like five inch like thing. And I and I just I was like, what did you think was going to happen when you did that? (laughs) I have a lot of questions because first of all. You're taller than me, so maybe this isn't so wild, but I don't I don't think I could like comfortably reach and or play with you something c- on I my shower head. I think you could. You were kicking me to the show shower you? head? I kind of do. Okay, I'll show you. <laughs> okay. Okay, so we're back. And we're back. Lauren has showed me the shower head. So it's one of those, it's like a, it's, which I didn't realize, like one that you hook onto the shower so you can yeah, like get right. yourself 360 degrees. Right. Which I didn't realize because I don't have one of those because I'm not so fancy. <laughs> um, anyway. So that was a super stupid thing I did. And I was just like, I can't believe that I did that. It was, I tried to fix it with duct tape. Surprise, surprise. It didn't work. <laughs> And I just, I was just like, why? Why did you do this? You know, you know what happens when well, pressure builds up. That's not totally fair because like you can do that to a garden hose for a little while and it won't do that. So why would you think that this right. would be different? I mean, yeah, I guess. But if you feel the rubber, it's very thin compared to like a very thick, mm-hmm. durable hose, you know? I don't think I would think of that. <laughs> I just I think I was I think it, I should have been using my brain and I it's, wasn't. <laughs> it's funny to think about water just like splashing out everywhere. Oh, it was it was uh 
it was crazy and it was like getting like I have a little soap dish that doesn't have like holes in the bottom you know so when water accumulates it starts to get like that white like film on it where it's like really easy to scrape off you know and so I'm like dumping my like soap as I'm like taking a shower with this like thing spraying all over <laughs> it was just a oh mess my gosh. it was a mess and I was so uh I like forgot that I had that other shower head aspect of it, so then I just switched over. But I was like, you know what? Like the shower head that's like <laughs> yeah. up high. Yeah. 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 But I, uh, yeah. That's felt, weirder to me than anything you really just told me. What? That I forgot about it? The weirdest thing is that you were like, this is the only way I know how to take a shower. <laughs> and then I was and like, you got like a perfectly good right. shower head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and excellent news i was diagnosed with adhd yay <laughs> i'm happy to share it with people because you know what i gotta tell you if you're suspecting that you have something like that and you are wanting to like do a test just do it get it over with and just feel so much better and now something i long since suspected and now i know for sure that i have it and now i can get the help that i need yay <laughs> i'm actually i'm very excited about it because this is something i've been talking about for a while so uh but i went out like uh to like a coloring meetup you know at schuler's and <laughs> I kept using it. There's like an episode of Mom where Bonnie, Alice and Jenny's character, gets diagnosed with ADD. And so she keeps like doing this thing where she's like, well, it's not my fault. I have ADD. <laughs> so I kept like, I was like coloring and stuff and I'd like lose track of something. And I'm like, it's not my fault. I have ADHD. And they were like, ah, at first, but then they were like, yeah, that's getting real old. But I was like, ah. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. So well, that's good. I'm glad that yeah you were able to get tested. Me too. Me too. Yeah. ADHDonline.com. Sweater month. It's like 150 bucks. So yeah. Any good? Anything happening with you lately? I did start watching The Crown, though. Oh, did you? Is yeah. it good? I like it so far. I where started does it watching start? it. Like where? What year it, does it, it start? It starts like the year that her and Prince Philip get married, which is maybe like 10 years before she. No, it can't be that long. Like six or seven years before she becomes queen so it was like 19 like 1947 oh okay okay so um i started watching it a couple of years ago and i n- never really got into it i only watched like the first episode but um with the late news of the queen passing away and yeah. well, she's a very interesting woman and i mean what a life 96 years old and oh yeah what a job you know it's uh, to live that long working in politics <laughs> yeah and not I mean, even a job that she applied for a job right. that she was born into and she just did it with so much grace and so yeah. i was like well I, I think i'm gonna start watching the queen now and it's good it's the not crown. the crown the crown yeah i've seen the queen with helen mirren i've seen that as well oh. but um the crown i want to see that the crown is the show that i started watching and uh it's it's interesting i enjoy it uh it's serious but you know it's not like a comedy or feel good but it's there's there's like happy moments in it but it's it's interesting yeah i wanted to watch that um especially since uh gillian anderson jillian is it gillian it's gillian i think gillian anderson isn't it right i my first guess would have <laughs> said jillian because i think I that's don't the think more common is. pronunciation but i don't know and I, I think it's gillian why do you ask me questions I don't if know. you already feel like you know the <laughs> I <don't> answer? Know. 
don't know. But I love her in Sex Education. Have you ever seen that show? Mm-mm. Oh man, that's it's a good show. Yeah, definitely keeps you compelled. Uh, Margaret Thatcher later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in later seasons. Yeah, yeah, in The Crown. Yeah, not in Sex Education. That would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, is she playing two different roles? <laughs> What's going on? Uh, Mar- Margaret Thatcher is coming to the English countryside to make sure that all the sex education in the English schools are up to. Sure, you know? that makes sense. And especially since she was around in the 80s and this takes place in the present time, that actually makes sense. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, big time. Mm-hmm, totally. Yeah. Um, cool. I want to watch that show. Yeah, it's interesting. Looks interesting. I yeah. uh, always had a fascination with england yeah i was kind of hoping it would start with like queen victoria because i'm like obsessed with the victorian age but sadly the young victoria is a really interesting oh that's right isn't that with emily blunt Mm -hmm. i would recommend it i i really really enjoyed that movie she had a pretty wild childhood like wild as in uh yeah she was kind of control well she was controlled by people conniving people on her mother's side because you know she was going to become queen and if the king died before she turned 18 then she would have had to have like a i can't remember the word be like a proxy or regent yeah Mm -hmm. and uh thankfully that did not happen but they really controlled her pretty badly and she didn't have a lot of friends she didn't really have siblings I don't think she had any siblings. If she did, I don't think she lived with them. I can't remember. But Oh, that's tough. And uh, they had this thing called the Kensington system. So she couldn't... I think she had to sleep in a room with her mom all the time. She couldn't walk upstairs by herself. Someone always had to be holding her hand. She, she couldn't read certain books. You know, it was just like they were really controlling. And then... Um, Yikes. And then... Anyway, it's, it's, a, it's a really good movie. I think Emily Blunt really shines in it she's awesome she's awesome in everything <laughs> i don't think i've ever seen any of hers anything of hers where i'm not like yeah emily blunt's where it's at <laughs> you know what i mean I'm she's not. really talented yeah yeah she is i kind of i wanted to see uh the girl on the train kind of i read the book and i liked the book but i did not think that she was a good um casting for that character because the character's supposed to be like a little overweight and really like an alcoholic essentially and i was like she's i'm like emily blunt is way too put together you know what i mean like yeah give me i don't know like amy adams i think would do a good job but i think that she i'm thinking that she would do a good job because she was in sharp objects and i think that there's like kind of like people all compare those two like stories a lot or, or they compare like Gone Girl and, and Girl on the Train a lot so I'm just kind of putting in the same category since they're written by the same person not Girl on the Train <laughs> Sharp Objects is written by the same person that wrote Gone Girl that's what I'm trying to say uh, Jillian Flynn so or Gillian <laughs> who knows <laughs> oh no not that again <laughs> um, so but Sharp Objects was like really fucked up like wow and I mean they all kind of are like all of her books but yeah Girl on the Train I don't know it, it wasn't the best thing ever but I, I enjoyed it you know yeah. yeah I never saw it I kind of wanted to because I like her so much but then I just it just sort of like yeah faded you know same here so 
Oh, I saw the new trailer for the new Little Mermaid. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up because people are losing their minds. Oh, a black mermaid. <laughs> we I'm can't like, have geez, that with a fictional, a fictional fucking character. character. I mean, it's not like they're changing like the canon of like the history of the world or something. It's I just, know. Oh my god. You know gosh. what people should be more concerned about? The fact that Melissa McCarthy was cast as Ursula. And Ursula was based after a person who was a drag queen. So why aren't we having, like, I, I just, I think it should be a person of color if you're going to do it. <laughs> and I think that they should either be transgender or they should be like a drag queen or something. But I just don't think that they should be a cisgender white woman. I think it's a really bad casting decision, and I think it's really going to screw them up. Now, it's possible I'm wrong. I didn't think Heath Ledger was going to be a good Joker, and he ended up being an amazing Joker. So, But I also thought that Robert Pattinson was going to be a bad Batman, and I turned out to be right. Mm. So, <laughs> I don't know. I like Melissa McCarthy. Um, so, I don't know. But, yeah, I, I just... <sighs> I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm trying to be hopeful, but my expectations are pretty fucking low. If I'm honest, uh, I think it's awesome mm-hmm. that they cast a woman of color in this role, this Me iconic too. role. I think that's really cool. But if I'm honest, I'm getting really tired of like the live action remakes, especially a live action remake yeah. that's probably going to be a lot of CG. Yeah. And I think like that makes me even less inclined to think it's going to be <laughs> like, I don't care really about it in any sense. I yeah. mean, I'm not even like super curious because I'm like, I, I'll probably see it <laughs> because I loved the Little Mermaid cartoon. And right. I, I still, it's one of my favorite Disney movies, but. <sighs> I don't know. I, I May, just ever I hope, since maybe you'll get as enraged as I was. Ever since Cinderella, well, no, because I'm not like expecting it to be good. Yeah, I guess. But ever since Cinderella, <laughs> I don't think there really has been a live action. Well, Aladdin was fun. I liked Aladdin, Aladdin was fun. But yeah, but they I, I really think but they, they could turned have done the story on its side, and I think that's why Aladdin was good. Cinderella yeah. was good, and Aladdin was good because they made it unique. Well, the and rest Kenneth Branagh is such good. a talented director too. You it, know, it, well, yeah, and they but the rest of them just haven't been that good or that interesting. And I'm really not excited about a bunch of CG, to yeah. be honest. Uh, but I think it's really cool that they cast a, a woman of color in, in a role like that. I it's do about too. Time. I think it's I awesome. Mean, it's about time. I think like she's yeah, she's actually a twin. She's an identical twin. She was on the show Grownish. Oh, have you ever seen that show? I've seen Blackish. I don't think I've seen Grownish. Grownish is yeah, like the mm-hmm. um, spinoff or whatever. I watched a little bit of it, and I think teenage Lauren would have been really into that. But thirty-five-year-old Lauren is like, this is just a little bit like, like I'm just out of reach, just a little bit. I am not the demographic for this. You know yeah. what I mean? It was like just too That's young. That's how I felt when I. Uh, watched a couple of like an episode of the outer banks mm. which i was like and i like teenage stories but i was like i've aged out of this there's something too right now in this that i just can't get on board with and maybe if i was a teenager i would get it and i would like it yeah but yeah yeah no i get it i i um like i was in like vampire diaries and these two characters hooked up that was the only i realized that was the only reason i was really watching the show because as soon as i did i was like and i'm done and i've never watched it since (laughs) i was like i really wanted these two to get together they did i was like fuck yes and they played like i think it was um i 
think it was a Florence and the Machine song, and I remember being like, "Fuck, I love this song so much." So it was perfect. It was it was uh, Damon and, and Elena, <laughs> and I wanted them to get together. I was like, Delena <laughs> was like the shipping name. I was like, "They're my OTP," and I was like, "They're my OTP," and I loved him OTP. even though he was a piece of shit. <laughs> OTP. One true pairing. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, yeah. It is a risk once the lovers get together in a show or a movie. Yeah. Well, he's a he's like a manipulative psychopath. So, but he was fun. <laughs> I mean, you know, like he was kind of hot. He was kind of fun. What can I say? I guess that's my type. <laughs> like, who played him? Ian Somerhalder. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say I'm like super attracted to Ian Summerhalder, but he doesn't. He does have like a, a kind of like a vibe to him, you know. I don't think I'd watch any of his other stuff though. Like I'm, I'm enough where I'm like, I'm not that big of a fan of you, you know. So. <laughs> Jeez, I hope he's listening. I hope he is too. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> Ian, I'm coming at you, bro. Um, there's also been some like maybe some creepy allegations against him, so. Mm. Well, something new and different. <laughs> yeah, never heard Hollywood. that before. Okay. <laughs> so I like how we were like, are you ready to talk about the movie that we yeah. talked about 14 other thousand things? It's true. All right. It's we, just a stream. Do you want to talk about fault. the movie I have now? ADHD. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, we can. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, yes, we can talk about the movie. Now. I'll let you celebrate. But just this once. <laughs> just this once so okay first of all um i want to say was that flava flave on the radio i wondered but i don't know because <laughs> i think it might have been oh, okay i was just like why is he doing the announcing for another earth like does flava flave have like like i wonder when flavor of love came around it was probably around that time 2011 yeah i would imagine i used to watch that show Hmm. yeah i know we talked about that i don't yeah. know i don't know but i thought that that was like if he's doing that i was like who what the okay uh, apparently all their budget <laughs> went to him i don't know because the other act, well i guess we talked about william maypother has yeah. been in a ton of things but not to the level of like you're like oh shit we got william maypother you know like it's not I usually like it, say, it's, i usually say oh that's that guy with the kind of like different looking face <laughs> he does yeah it's it's unique like mm-hmm. he's unique looking yeah mm-hmm. i don't think he's like unattractive though i don't think he's decent looking you know so what do you think of the movie you've seen this before right i have but okay. only once so this is okay. my second time ever seeing it <clears throat> i have n- i had never seen the movie and mm-hmm. um i really like the story without the other earth okay i think the movie could have been really good if they just not done the other earth because i i think that there might be um a deeper analogy there that i just am not getting and um with another earth with the other earth um and i don't think the story is super original but Mm -hmm. i really liked most of it i liked how it played out I really liked uh, Britt Marling. Mm-hmm. I think she's very beautiful. She's an episode of Community, actually. <laughs> and uh, oh, interesting. And I like her and William Maypother's relationship, and I like the story, the plot, 
everything as it pertains to them is great i think and very thoughtful there's some like <laughs> weird editing and some dated aspects i didn't really care for the scene where he was playing like the musical saw <laughs> um but yeah i, I think <laughs> and i i was thinking i was thinking that they could have because i think the movie so what i was saying is it's kind of like the plot is kind of a trope you know definitely a woman accidentally kills a man's family and then becomes romantically involved with the man and he doesn't know who she is at first right it's not anything original but i think um the movie because it was so thoughtful and quiet they brought an original take on this story and i'm not even talking about the parts with the other earth mm -hmm. um and i think they could have had a very strong movie with without that other earth aspect because i think the movie is just a, an average tropey plot done uniquely i'm not trying to say that as like an insult well a lot of itself, movies have average well, tropey plots you parading know? itself as a science fiction movie or something or a psychological movie and i'm like throw all that out because i don't think it adds anything to the movie it just adds another level of um like cliched pretension i think okay. is what i'd like to say about the other earth aspect and um so i liked it overall if i just pretend that the other earth thing doesn't exist then i think like it's a very good story and i think she's i can't believe she's not a bigger star because i think she she's really in a lot of, she's in a lot of stuff i think she is a big star on the indie circuit that's you what know? I mean. I can't believe she's yeah. not a bigger star. Like but she she's should in be getting the show, all, um, the OA. Yeah, the OA. She should yeah. be getting all kinds of roles. Is what yeah. I mean. Like, yeah. Like, and maybe she doesn't want all kinds of roles. I'm just saying. Like, she's very pretty, and she was very um, magic. Like, she was magnetic. That's what mm -hmm. I'm looking for. And uh, and I think I don't I don't know if I necessarily think he's a superb actor, but I think she and him together did really well and she made him seem better like i i just i don't know i i really i really liked their performances and uh so yeah so that's my first uh <laughs> review of it what do you think of the movie um i think i liked it a lot more when i was younger not not that i don't like it um i do really like that another earth aspect i think that that's really cool and i love that it's like getting closer and closer and they can start to see all the details i think scientifically there's a lot of issues there because i think that um that would highly affect the gravity on <laughs> i wrote Earth. that i wrote that in my notes like <laughs> yeah that's why i thought there might be a deeper allegorical meaning because i'm like a planet can't just get that close yeah and like the fact that it's growing closer and closer is like it just seems I, like eventually would collide that's, well that's what i was wondering about because when they got in the car accident he's like you can see it it's a blue dot mm -hmm. and she looks and it's like we're led to believe it's a tiny blue dot and then when she gets out of jail four years later prison or whatever it's huge yeah and yeah so i was like wait is it getting and closer? it's getting bigger and bigger but they yeah. never really say anything so it was very confusing i know i know that distance it would be in danger of colliding with the moon i would think well yeah and then that would affect us because i'm, I'm sure that shards of the moon might land on earth and then like like how many people are going to be like dying from that you know what i mean like it's going to cause tsunamis and and it's also you know i mean the whole like the the reason we have the moon 
maybe for another celestial reason, but this reason I'm thinking of is because of the tides, you know? Um, and also, so werewolves know when they need to come out and play. Um, <laughs> and what would they do if there was no moon? Exactly. What would they do? They would never be a werewolf again. I, maybe we should get rid of the moon. No. <laughs> Instead of the werewolves? That's a little weird. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Okay. It might be a little bit easier, too. <laughs> Genocide for werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I I think that it, the Earth 2 is what they call it. I think Earth 2 would affect the tides. It would affect... It would just affect a lot of stuff. Like, you, you can't have two... Like, that big of celestial bodies within that close to each other and they're not affecting each other's gravity you mm-hmm. know and so yes i can you know i can temporarily suspend my disbelief by thinking like maybe i don't know i guess i where am i going with this like <laughs> I, I i um i guess it's for the enjoyment of the movie i can suspend my disbelief but there was part of me that was like but <laughs> Wouldn't they be seeing like weird things happening on Earth that might indicate that there's like another additional gravitational force well, being applied, you know? Well, of course. And also, there was like a blip on the car radio at one point where they were talking about something about. I think they were trying to explain why they didn't notice the other Earth before. And they were talking about like, oh, well, Jupiter's behind the sun and, you know at a certain point i think they were trying to imply that like you can't see all the planets at all the times or something but i thought it's pretty stupid because this is a movie that's taking place you can assume in 2011 right so they have telescopes they have technology we've been to the moon you know so we would see they would see anything coming towards us right like this would be seen it wouldn't be like a surprise right well and they said it was on the same orbit as earth well well that and it's like a mirror like it, like everybody on it is already on earth so it, that's why i was a little bit disgusted with it because i was just like this, this isn't science fiction this is something psychological and that right. makes me angry <laughs> no i i can understand where you're coming from um I think I kind of maybe like I do I do like the other earth aspect. I think that's really interesting. But I think that if you're going to do something like that, it needs to be explored more. And there needs to be a scientific aspect to it. Well, yeah. Or I mean, it it would be maybe I would like it more. I think. mm, I don't know. There's still aspects of the other earth that I can't get on board. And I think is kind of um, stupid, Mm -hmm. such as it mirrors earth. The people are the same on each planet. The cities are the same. And I'm like, come on. I think they could have done something like make it be millions of light years away and they find it and they're sending a ship, you know. Right. And then make it not parallel to the thing is it's see i liked that aspect of it i like that it was parallel to our world like i really i i really like the the joan talis whatever right the mm-hmm. um a study the yeah one, the head of study and she was uh talking to her own self and then i like the part where her other self goes oh i bought astro berries astro strawberries and she holds up the sign that says space strawberries and it's just like 
like I remember when I first saw that, and this was years and years ago, that I was like, oh my god, like it, like I got goosebumps right. I'm getting a little goosebumpy now, actually. Um, see, I know you were kind of, you didn't really like it, right? That scene, or how do um, you feel about that particular scene? I thought that was interesting initially when she because she thought it was feedback at first because mm-hmm. she was saying like i don't remember what name she says she said like this is joan from seti is anyone there and then she heard somebody say this is joan from seti is anyone there and she said oh i'm getting feedback and then then the other voice was like hello hello and saying things that the first joan didn't say so she knew it wasn't feedback at that point and i thought that's really weird and kind of creepy but then i started thinking about it wasn't enough for me to suspend disbelief because then I started thinking about logistics of something like that. And I got mad because I thought, like I've said, I keep saying it. This is, I thought this isn't sci-fi. This is psychological. And that it is and a little it's bit an more. allegory that I'm probably supposed to understand. And I just don't. And that makes me angry because I just want to lose myself in a movie. And I like sci-fi. I like space movies. But yeah, I agree with you. Like this movie parades itself as a supposed like oh look at this high concept we have but it's not that kind of movie at all that feels tacked on you know so i agree with you i think if they're gonna do something like that they have to explore it like that has to be a much bigger plot point i think for me to get on board right yeah i think um more science would be maybe necessary yeah um I I guess I do like the allegorical aspect of it with the whole like what how would have my life turned out if I had made these decisions you know but what I kept thinking and I know we're kind of jumping to the end but we're we're just on it so whatever um was so she gives her ticket to go to uh John and he's being interviewed later and she's saying something about how um you know that everything stopped sinking like at f- like four years ago when she got into the car accident and she it, said that she heard sorry no 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 go ahead on what TV, saying. like she walked in, into the living room and there was something on tv and he was talking about like if a mirror breaks you see the same image but it's different it's refracted or something and so somehow she drew a conclusion or maybe he said it and i didn't quite catch it because it's all like ambient noise it's not like front and center noise and she told john that she heard a theory that once the two earths became visible to each other their synchronicity ceased so everything up until that point had been exactly the same on both right but now there was a theory that once they could see each other that wasn't the case and maybe his family didn't die yeah but so that raises my other question so he's going to other earth to supposedly find his family but isn't he already there i wrote that in my notes and i had a big problem with that because yeah. i thought what is he gonna do when like, he gets there right like they're gonna be like okay yeah like you look like my husband but you're not my husband this is my husband you know yeah. like, what's and he gonna like kill, kill his alternate yeah. self i mean come on no i thought the same thing and that's one of the reasons why i thought it was stupid because i was like I, also i think the pregnant wife the pregnant wife trope is so overdone <laughs> So, so to go back and right. then to go forward again. So, um, Rhoda, the main character, played mm-hmm. by Britt Marling, 
is driving drunk because she got accepted to MIT, so she was celebrating, and she crashes into John and his family, and they have a well, little boy. Well, she's like not paying attention. Yeah, she's looking she's at the like other Earth. Yeah, looking at the other Earth in the sky, and uh, so John and his wife and child are just sort of stopped on the road for no particular reason. And, I think they um, stopped at like a stoplight or something. Or there was like nobody. Ca- I don't know. I, know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it seemed like they were stopped for an awfully long yeah, time. Like they were like, let's just pull over to the side of the road and have a conversation. I'd be like, no, keep yeah. driving because that's what you're supposed to do on a road. So. And uh, so <laughs> he says something tropey about how his wife's pregnant because mm-hmm. we all have to know that she's pregnant. And then and then they get in this crash and Rhoda sort of stumbles over and you see like the dead son, which mm-hmm. is a pretty powerful shot. Yeah, big time. So they didn't need to add anything about his wife being pregnant. Also, yeah, it really I bothers me. I, I feel like and this may be digging too deeply, but it bothers me because it feels like the wife's death wasn't important enough without her being pregnant. And I don't like that oh. message. Like a husband can just miss his wife. Right. She doesn't have to be pregnant for it to actually be a tragedy. Yeah. So that really bothers me because I think it's like yeah. it's playing on like really cheap emotions. Right. And um, so I think, like, just, like, they showed the dead kid, and that was really powerful. You don't need to, like... Seriously. You, so I felt like this movie had to add that ridic- ridiculous aspect. Like, it's well, still it's almost just like shoved in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like an afterthought. Oh, I have an idea. What if she's pregnant? Yeah. Oh, my God. That will really impact the really audience. Be I mean, like, God forbid we just have two human tragedies. Yeah. No, let's have fucking three human tragedies. Like... <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that that's just a terrible trope and i think it's stupid because it's just compounding an already fine sad story yeah anyway, no i think so well then, i think it was interesting that the kid went through the um glass because he was strapped yeah, in did they not put him in a car seat? oh no he like i was i was looking when they showed them later in the movie and i was like that kid has a seatbelt on like he d- he mm. he did i don't know if you noticed this but like when they first showed the kid i was like wow that kid looks like a sick victorian child <laughs> did you notice that he I like didn't... really sunken in Wait, cheeks maybe i did like, notice he looked kind of pale didn't yeah he? he was like really pale and like yeah. sickly looking and i was like i was like are they sh- telling us that this kid's gonna die because he's creepy <laughs> looking kid that's the foreshadowing <laughs> so anyway i mean if you're get like listen listen okay if you're gonna do it right if you're gonna do a creepy kid right don't make them initially look creepy you have to make them look cute like the original omen not like the new omen where they pick the creepiest fucking child that they possibly could because in the original you're like oh he's so cute and then you're like okay so he's the devil um <laughs> like maybe we uh get rid of this child um but um Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so later in the movie, like you said, like we were talking about, she gives her ticket mm-hmm. that she won to, to John. And I felt the same as you did. Like, what's he going to do when he gets there? Yeah. Like, is, I, I would think it would be even more devastating to yeah. see a family alive and there's nothing you can do about it. Right. Like, I, I mean, what are you going to like Meg Ryan from like Sleepless in Seattle them? And then <laughs> to one of them says hi in the street. Come on. It's pretty bonkers, and I don't, I don't, I don't care that for it. That's bothered me. That's one of the reasons why I wish that the other Earth aspect wasn't even there. Like, right? Because I don't know what the plan is. I, I don't either, and I, I was just kind of like wondering. It, it's like unless you know without a doubt that he, that his other version of him was dead, and he was going to be with his family because they could finally be reunited. Sure. 
but that's not you're just assuming that he's the other version of him is still there because why would we not assume that you know what i mean like also the synchronicity thing is a little bit weird to me because it is kind of the same but just not totally the same so how do they know because so the woman from seti is still the woman from seti and they're still talking to each other at the same time so that seems slightly the same and then uh the end the uh Rhoda from mm-hmm. Earth 2 comes to Earth 1. So that's still kind of the same. So yeah. I don't like there wasn't anything well, vastly different to show. I guess it her clothing is though. It I is think, different. Yeah. Yeah, I think well I think she was so, all classy. Right. Well, I think that with Rhoda, I think that what probably happened is um you know, they were going down the same path and then those paths diverged, whereas Rhoda 1 went to prison because she was really careless. Rhoda 2 got her life together, went to MIT, probably got a really nice, like, a good job, or, I mean, maybe she's still in school, who knows, but it's, like, you kind of assume, based on just, like, the outfit that she's wearing, she looks, like, really put together, her hair's not messy, it's nice and down, um, that maybe the, you know, the synchronicity stopped, where is she just didn't go to prison because none of that ever happened you know mm-hmm. so it, yeah yeah i can see that i do like i think i that's really the aspect that i like about it is that it's like kind of it's kind of like looking i guess like looking at yourself in the mirror and going okay so these are the decisions i made and now um you know like uh, she's not s- oh no i don't know just take just ignore the mirror analogy i was i don't know what i'm doing with this <laughs> just, i i just like that she you know her 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 life really fell apart and she is dealing with a lot of i'm sure um grief from her own losing part of her own life and uh regret and guilt and and stuff like that and I just think it's interesting to have this other side of her where she's like, oh, that's what would have happened to me if I wasn't stupid that night, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And I, I like that aspect of it. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I guess maybe it's like a multiverse aspect, but they don't really talk about it like it's a multiverse. They sort of talk about like it's very there and very physically present and visible and... I don't know, I just, I thought it was the weakest part of the movie. Yeah, I I do agree with you. Um, I wondered, okay, so there was one part that, well, let me ask you this really quick. Do you think she took the maintenance position because she feels like she doesn't, like, deserve any better? You know, because she said she she didn't want to work with people or talk with people. That's true, but I was just, because the employment lady was like, well, you're really talented, you're really smart, like, are you sure you don't want to do something with that you know and she's just like no i don't know yeah i think well it might have been like a self-sabotage sort of thing i think that's probably a correct aspect i think another aspect is just like if i meet people at this classy job or how many jobs hire felons you know yeah like yeah and she doesn't have a college education because she went to prison instead so yeah, she has an awesome mind. I like but the way you say that makes it sound like she's like, should I choose prison or college? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I decided to go the prison route. <laughs> so I th- and I think that she just didn't 
yeah, she I didn't think she want to have yeah she and she didn't want to have to explain to all these new like liberated young people what she was doing for the last four years you know? i can't imagine it's easy i thought there were two things that. in the movie that bothered me a lot because i i felt like they seemed slightly movified and number one was when she ran into her high school friend mm-hmm. in the grocery store and i was like if one of your classmates goes to prison that news spreads like wildfire oh yeah he had no idea she was in prison right and i thought that is the most uh, this movie is about a second earth showing up in the sky and the most unbelievable part to me is that this guy (laughs) she went to high school with did not know that she got in a terrible accident yeah accidentally killed people and went to prison for it for four years yeah i know someone that actually did that when i was in high school it was like the i think it was either like this like the guy or like his dad and it was all over the place i mean it has like been that happened when i was in high school maybe maybe after but anyway um but it was like one of my classmates that got killed in this accident yeah it was someone like hit him in the in the car and i think um, and yeah, and the guy died he, when he got hit, hit, hit by the car. So it, it's, uh, yeah, but I, I think like, I think that's weird too, because especially it doesn't seem like they're in a big city. They're in like probably like a suburban town. Well, they're in New Haven, you know? right? Connecticut? I yeah, think. right. So that's not, yeah, that would, that would definitely spread. There's no way. I mean, there's <laughs> people that have done things and they didn't even, I wasn't even in like the same grade as them and the rumor gets around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Crazy things don't just stay hidden and the second thing that i also thought was ridiculous so i think they kind of hid behind this a little so for a lot of the movie i was suspicious because i thought john had to know who she was Mm because you would know the person who killed your family and then they sort of like scapegoated around it and were like oh well she was a minor when it happened so her name was never released and i was like i just don't know though like if if a minor killed somebody in my family I would find a way to find out who they were. And I and it would be I, I, I don't, don't know, know though. With the legal system, it might not be possible for him to find out who she was. I don't know. That you know? just seems I mean I I agree that at the time, but I feel like after a few maybe because he was in a coma for a year and then he was letting himself go, maybe you're supposed to assume that he just never looked for her. But I I don't know like and he also lived close enough to the town where word would get around like a, a right. young a promising beautiful woman who got uh, uh especially accepted a to MIT, promising beautiful white woman who got accepted <laughs> to mit in connecticut yeah goes to prison like there's no way that that's staying secret no way i mean maybe yeah, legally you make, good, you make a good point about that because i didn't even think about the name that might not get out let's just say i right. agree with you like legally through police through any means like that official means yeah it's probably locked up tight right but that just doesn't that stuff does not happen no in well, secret yeah like that's not something that would be sealed from the rest of new haven like oh did you hear about jim and gloria their daughter went to prison the day she got accepted to (laughs) mit like you know right yeah no it would be uh that would be like something that would spread like wildfire because people would be like oh my god did you hear about so-and-so she went to prison exactly like for what oh for committing 
vehicular man drunk driving drunk driving yeah Yeah. well no she was drunk and so i just i just think mm, i don't buy it i don't Mm. buy it but i that's i can accept if like the reasons that i mentioned before i can accept that john may not find out who she was as hard as it is for me to believe but i absolutely cannot accept that her high school friend didn't know yeah i think i think it's totally logical that john might have never found out um i think from a legal standpoint that makes sense but i agree that i think the rumor mill would have been really like churning out yeah mm-hmm. Chair squeaking. somebody would have brought him a casserole and said yeah, a couple people that I go to the bingo hall with, their granddaughter knows this girl that went to New Haven High School who knows another girl, and we know who it is. Her name's Rhoda, and she, you know what I mean? Right, right, or something. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Anyway. I, I think, I think you're right about that. I, so I have an issue um, where... <laughs> First of all, okay, so the place, the high school that she works at, their, like, slogan whatever, or, like, their logo or whatever is Blue Devils. Uh-huh. That was mine in high school. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. It was actually, like, the looked like the same icon and everything. Oh, maybe yeah. they shot some of it in Gross Point. Maybe they did. Who knows? Um, I have a real issue with the fact that she tried to kill herself, and ha- nothing came of it. Well, she had bandages on her hands for a little while. No, but I mean, like... <laughs> no, I know. I Like, I, mental health-wise, like, no yeah. one's like, hey, we need to sit down because you tried to freeze well, yourself to death. This like, movie had, like, a sixth sense feel to it, where it was like, is she dead the whole time? Because people barely <laughs> talk to her. <laughs> I didn't even you think know? of that. That's good. Because yeah. I agree with you. Right. Like, and <laughs> nobody ever said how she was found. How was she found? Yeah, how she found? She like woke up and she was in a hospital bed and she was okay. Yeah, in an astronaut blanket. Yeah, yeah like it, <laughs> like she took all of her clothes off and laid down in the snow. So right. she snuck up to John's house and peeked in his window and saw that he was living in squalor mm-hmm. after she killed his family on mm-hmm. accident. Um, I hated his house, by the way. I just have to say that I did not like that house. It yeah, made me it just feel gross. like really uncomfortable and like icky. Yeah. I was like, and, uh, I hate to live in here. So then she walked off into the snow and stripped and got naked and laid down. Right. And somehow, and it was the middle of the night, mm-hmm. and somehow somebody found her. We have no idea right. how. But no then idea she was in who. a hospital bed. No idea who. And you're right. Like, nobody talked to her. She didn't see a therapist. There was nothing. It was just like, yeah. Well, you didn't succeed, so I guess you're okay now. Right, yeah. Like, I didn't... I thought that that was weird that there was no follow-through. There was no, like, oh, you have to stay at the psych ward for 72 hours because you're a fucking suicide risk. Mm-hmm. No, it was just like, oh, you tried to commit suicide. Well, you're probably okay. <laughs> yeah, this movie was kind of a movie of convenience. Like, nobody yeah. knows she was the one who went to prison. Oh, you know. Yeah, and if she had moved somewhere, like a big city, and people didn't know, yes. That would make that more makes sense. sense. But yeah. then we wouldn't have the relationship between her and John, which is really the focus of the well, movie. I mean, I guess if you wanted to rewrite it a little bit, John could just be related to the people she killed. He may not That's have been in the car. You know what I mean? Right. Like, the details are easily solvable. Right. If you, like, have to move locations, so... Yeah, I mean, it's it's easily solvable, and also, I think that you could really do it with, without the second Earth part of it, you know? I, I agree. And they could yeah. focus more on 
her mental health state or something, you know? Yeah, because I think that there's some interesting aspects. I, I really liked how alone she was, like, how kind of lonely and quiet and... And I like that she like put that set up like the futon and everything. Like then she, you later see her like with an actual bed. Yeah. But I think it's, I mean, to me that looked like a very like obvious sign of depression. You know, I don't know. It it just kind of like I think like maybe when people try to like I don't know commit suicide that maybe they might be depressed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like happy people, happy people don't kill themselves. They just don't. <laughs> get that reference yeah it's really okay, blonde i was like oh no what if i say it no it's happy people don't kill their husbands they just don't yeah but I, I used it for mine i um i guess i also didn't really care for the other janitor oh, that she worked deep. with i think that's also a trope that i think is kind of dumb because he like pontificated some like really corny like far eastern bumper sticker on it somebody was like a platitude would, it was yeah. it was like something that would be in like a like it's something that would be on a calendar in or like, like an embroidered pillow yeah, <laughs> yeah and and i thought it was like really dumb because he never spoke before well they didn't really they have, a didn't have a relationship yeah. and then all of a sudden he said some like ridiculous platitude that was just like supposed to hit her right and that got like oh, i don't even remember is, what he it said was something dumb anyway right. and then you find out later that he poured bleach in his ears and his eyes mm-hmm. i don't know why and then she goes and visits him in the hospital well, he said he the other guy said that he was sick of seeing himself everywhere okay so maybe the other version of him had came to earth i guess maybe that's possible that's, that's what we're but but then but then she's not a big enough character to no. make it have make a big impact like and i like the scene just if you like just said it by itself i like the scene in the hospital where she's like writing what do you know what uh, she wrote i actually tried to write it down and it didn't make any sense I, so i, I have no either. idea i tried I, to spell it out but then the camera moves so I'm like, it so looked I like it was like t-o know. like i was like t-o-f or some i don't know i I don't know and or F O I don't know <sighs> and she also like laid I, down I rewinded it like four times too to try and write it down I just I couldn't yeah I, just couldn't. I, I couldn't yeah. figure it out either and she laid down on the bed with him which if they had a better relationship I think would have been a really sweet moment but right. their relationship did not well it was like an incredibly intimate thing yeah, to do like for something you would barely do. know yeah he would be like a grandpa or father yeah. figure for her to do something like that like and if I was she like, went they to go visit spoke him to each other. right like if she went to visit him and was like hey Cindy I brought you some flowers you know like sure totally that's that's just what a good person does when their co-worker cures themselves you yeah. know what I mean but I think I I agree with you that they had no relationship. And as as I said, by itself, that scene, I do like it, but it doesn't make sex. sex. It doesn't. (laughs) It doesn't. It does not make sex. It doesn't make sex. Oh, boy. I'm trying to say sense and context. Oh. (laughs) It doesn't make sense in the context of the film. (laughs) No, it doesn't. And that, like, the more we're talking about the movie, the more I'm like, did she also die? Right. Because, like, I don't... That's the only explanation I can think of for a lot of these scenes. And I don't think it's that deep, I don't though. think she died. <laughs> no, know, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But I didn't... I, I thought... I think you're right that that scene is really sweet. Mm-hmm. But everything leading up to that did not... 
like that scene was totally out of the ordinary right you know like but yeah like if you just saw that scene you'd be like wow that's really a beautiful moment between two people who obviously have a long deep relationship and care very deeply about each other right i mean you could have seen them never talk to each other (laughs) like you could like i mean they could have shown them just interacting with each other and then maybe later like going out to dinner and and she's like i'm really having a hard time with blah blah blah. i just try to commit suicide you know and maybe he's like just give her more like gandhi quotes or something he's just like he could just be like this chill like elder uh, grandfatherly figure or something and that would make sense with her laying in bed with him and like like you know touching the palm of the hand is also like a very intimate act too yeah um because you like unless you're shaking hands with people which i don't even like doing that but it's um it's just it, like the yeah no the whole thing was weird and it just didn't it didn't make sense with the context i didn't even think about that until you mentioned it but now i'm like oh yeah like <laughs> why why do that yeah and it bothered me that he did this horrific thing to himself he dumped bleach on his ears and his eyes and his eyes were just closed I'm like they didn't yeah. have bandages yeah. they could have just well, yes. they do like gauze doesn't cost that much. They could have just wrapped gauze around his head. You <laughs> I know? know. I mean, just do come something. On. I know. I agree. I agree. Because I was like, wouldn't he have like scarring <laughs> yeah, or like, his like it would be very would be, raw? Yeah. Like, yeah, it would. It wouldn't be like like it's not like he's taking an eyedropper and he's like bloop bloop. Like, yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> I'm like I'm pretty sure if you're pouring, if you're to the point where you feel like you need to pour fucking bleach in your eyes, you're not going to be using an eyedropper. You're going to be like just. Bloop, 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 you know yeah. like all over your face also which I, is really horrific i it heard the guy say <sighs> he was tired of seeing himself but i didn't put it together that maybe his double came from earth too and i wish that that would have they would have explored that more yeah like, yeah so that's another reason why i didn't care for the earth 2 aspect because it was just like way too much to throw into a movie that they're not even gonna like right really talk about it much. well and i think they could have made the movie longer and included stuff like that mm-hmm. like a relationship between her and sandy mm-hmm. um or if if you need to have someone pour bleach in their eyes then make it the dad you know or something at least they'd have like a, a relationship a relationship yeah. like i don't i mean it, it wouldn't really make a difference with his storyline if that happened i don't <laughs> useless useless piece of shit <laughs> It's like when we when we did the kissing booth, and I could not remember for the life of me what the bo- the boys like dad looked like. I was like, he could have been a fu- like a pr- printed out photograph just with a mouth cut out, and I would have been like, yep, that's a person. They could have a donkey behind it, and I would have been like, uh huh, that makes sense. That that is a person. Yeah. Yeah, so I agree. Like they could have tightened it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could. Yeah, they, it's not like it's a super long movie. It's like an hour and twenty minutes or something. So it's not long at all. It's they definitely could have added more to that because I do like the other Earth aspect. I think it's a really interesting aspect of it. But it's like um, you know we talked about Winter's Tale where there's like this underlying aspect of good and evil, but they never really get into it. And I think that's a really interesting and uh, part of it. But if you don't get into it, then why have it? Or I don't know, whatever. But you know, like it's it's um, I, I think that there could have been more big yeah. time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and I, I liked how she was gonna go apologize to John. Me too. And say like I'm the one who crashed into your car, but then she lost her nerve and like offered to clean his house. And I thought that was sweet. And the thing about their relationship that I 
I was kind of like on edge the whole time because I knew that there was going to be the inevitable like it's going to come to a head and he's going to know oh, yeah. and I kept like I found myself really wanting him to do the hard work for her like I really wanted him to be like I knew it was you this whole time <laughs> because I, I didn't want the confrontation to come I, I wanted them to have this like weird respect for each other which is really weird and, and even as I'm saying it like I, like half of me knows that that can't happen <laughs> yeah, and shouldn't like, happen what? okay <laughs> but i but half of me kind of wanted it to happen in a weird way but then when they had sex i was like oh gosh they had sex like how would that feel to know that you had sex with the woman who killed your family like that would be and and so yeah i, I yeah. kind of was like shot a little shocked that they had sex because i thought that the movie would have like some sort of like a like I said, like a mutual, like a respect, like mm-hmm. he didn't have to, you know, it wouldn't be like, I'm okay with what you did, but I think he could say something, you know, it could be something like, you know, what you did was awful and we formed some weird alliance out of it, but that's that. Not like, oh, you just had sex with the woman who crashed into your car and killed your son. And, yeah. And I, I also like, the musical saw being nature's most powerful aphrodisiac i can't really get on board what? is that what he said it was no i was just saying that as oh a joke. okay oh, oh i was like i sent that i to was mike. like he i thought that who says that i sent that to mike and i thought it was funny but i guess maybe not but yeah no i sent it him was the, good once I you sent explained him, it i sent him the clip of him playing the, the saw and i and i just sent it to him and he was like no yeah no <laughs> and I, I said think... well you'd be surprised because it's a very powerful aphrodisiac <laughs> they had sex pretty much right now. like they had sex like they you could tell i mean as soon as he probably as soon i'm gonna i'm gonna write some of the movie that we don't see because it was like you know there was like a span of time so i'm assuming he like once he finished playing the, the saw he put it in his little saw case and he, she was like take me now or lose me forever like no she was probably like take me back to your house because we're gonna do it we're gonna do it and, uh, and then they went to his house and she the weirdest sex scene she walked into his kitchen with her back turned and then she turned around and then they couldn't resist each other <laughs> and then they had like the fastest sex i've ever seen in it my life it didn't bother me as much i thought it was more like a just a coming together of two people who just it was like a need it, it was, was like just an a, energy release yeah, yeah it wasn't yeah. like supposed to be like making uh, love or anything yeah and it wasn't supposed to be like but, romantic but you know but i was like oh that guy just had sex with her and that really was disturbing to me because of the fact that he did not know who she was and uh, i think yeah. it would have been like that's one of the reasons why i wanted him to know who she was because then they were laying on the couch afterwards and he was saying he finally told her about his family getting killed by a minor and how he like would fantasize about like what he was going to do to the kid Mm -hmm. and uh and for some reason and i know this doesn't make sense and i would only say this in the context of a movie never and never for a real life situation but for some reason it wouldn't have weirded me out as much if he knew it was her the whole time and i know i can't explain it no i think that makes sense the, because, well, because it feels like he, consensual you're going in, yeah, yeah. That's, i was just gonna say consent it's you're going into a relationship knowing who this person is what they've done and knowing that they destroyed your life you know what i mean yeah. it's i don't I, I don't think that would be someone that i'd be like oh my god sure. you murdered my wife and son. i'm not saying <laughs> when i want can it. we fuck now? 
I'm not like, saying I wanted it to happen. Like, I'm just saying there's a whole movie <laughs> called based on people getting off on car crashes. Okay, oh, yeah. it's called Crash. I've it heard really of it. No, I've heard of that. That's movie. with uh, James Spader. Mm-hmm. I've actually always wanted to see it because I love James Spader. So and well, I'm not saying I want it to happen. I didn't want it to happen, but it would have felt a little less weird to me. It w- well, it would have been weird on a different level because that's weird behavior. But the fact that they had sex when I didn't, I don't know. I thought that their relationship had cute aspects to it. Yeah. When he like saw her messing with his telescope upstairs. Yeah, and that was cute. He brought I it down that, yeah. like the next time she was over and they looked through it and he's like oh you and i are up there and she's like i wonder if i'm cleaning your house and i thought that was really cute and I, and scenes like that i was like kind of heartbroken in because i'm like oh he probably does as much as i kind of wanted him to know the whole time he probably doesn't know who she is yeah and so all of this like happy stuff that's happening and now this he's like coming out of his funk because of her and when she told that really cool story about the cosmonaut i love that the russian cosmonaut yeah, yeah. because i can put myself in the place of that <laughs> russian of cosmonaut you. i thought of you and, oh yeah no like i was thinking of myself too because i was like i would have fucking torn my ears out i would have been like no no we're not gonna do this with like 26 days or however long it was i'd be like oh my god she yeah. talked about a cosmonaut <laughs> who kept hearing like a rhythmic thumping noise mm-hmm. like the first the first man in space mm-hmm. and uh how it was gonna make him go crazy because he couldn't figure out how to stop the thumping noise and then he just decided she said he just decided to fall in love with it and then he like in his imagination made it like i guess more music. like a metronome to yeah. music you know and so then it he, was a cute story he floated through space beautifully and and i thought that that was a really nice story to tell to somebody who was obviously like going through something oh yeah pretty yeah. awful and so all those i think the movie is powerful in small doses because all those cute movies are tinged with such darkness because she's lying to him the whole time scenes sorry yeah those cute (laughs) scenes are tinged with darkness because she's lying to him the whole time but taken as a whole it's like yeah i i can't understand uh, sorry no i don't mind i can't understand how someone would want to get into a relationship with the person who whose life they ruined you know i i can understand I, I get why it happened because she lo- lost her nerve and I can understand why because that's a really huge thing to apologize for. Um, I just think that it seems really messed up to start a relationship with someone who you know you fucked up their life in a, an irrevocable way yeah. that can never be fixed mm-hmm. and you're just like living in their house with them and they have no idea who you are and like I mean a betrayal like that would be devastating you know finding that out and, and after you've like had sex with them and then you're like oh great so you ruined my life and now you've come in it and you've made it better but have you? <laughs> you, know, like you well, just betrayed me. <laughs> I mean she's she's partially delusional for mm-hmm. I can understand so even part of her reasoning makes sense where she's like she realized she lost her nerve but then she thought maybe I could just make it my daily goal to make him happy and so she was almost like working out this penance that she made for herself where she yeah. had to continue to go to his house and clean it and just try to make him happy as like a way to maybe like get past what she did to him. But I, still to like sleep with him because yeah. I didn't really see that many moments between them where I would think like these two are falling in love. And I know that the sex 
in this movie wasn't supposed to be like, oh, these two are in love. But I didn't really see anything between them that made me think that she couldn't just shut down that physical aspect of the relationship. And and she should have done that. Like, I understand right. trying to make him happy, but like to lose herself that much in the small interactions that we saw them, I thought was a little bit unrealistic as well. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I but I do did have, play I, that saw for her. So <laughs> okay. First of all, I had no idea you could play a saw. <laughs> Secondly, okay, <laughs> that's the thing I learned. Great, cool. Um, that's what I say about it's that. The eeriest noise. It is, and it sounds almost like a woman singing. Mm-hmm. Like it has like a very like high. There was an episode pitched. of Home Improvement where somebody came on tool time to play the saw and al borland would like just like blubber into tears every time she played it i love it wasn't al like really sweet and sensitive yeah yeah he was that was tim allen's okay yeah yeah that was his partner yeah he was the he was a bearded bearded guy yeah Mm -hmm. okay with a flannel shirt i i have not i've seen maybe maybe all of 10 episodes of that show and i really liked that show as a kid a lot I, jonathan and taylor thomas was so cute <laughs> i was into jonathan taylor thomas as we, a kid honey we all every were. girl was yeah <laughs> we all were no girl that was like a kid in the 90s wasn't didn't have like at least a small jonathan taylor thomas i mean he face. was so cute like, he was he so still cute. Is cute as an adult yeah. but he's not like he just when you're like a kid and you see a kid that cute you're like what is that he was like the zach afron of like the early 90s he was that's a good way of putting it <laughs> yeah. i think and um uh i watched i've watched some episodes in, as an adult and they've still made me laugh out loud but there's a lot of like 90s chauvinism in them yeah that that's, doesn't really surprise me i'm not condoning i'm just saying there are some episodes that i still have laughed at but i can you it's definitely dated yeah it's definitely yeah. dated no that but. doesn't surprise me at all um okay i want to talk about so he picks her up and he mentions to her that none of his checks have been checks. Checks. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. None of his checks have been cashed. <laughs> so none of his checks have been cashed. I don't know where my checks are going. <laughs> Lena. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Third, he had a third nipple. <laughs> Lena, <laughs> uh, it's been a long time since I had a gentleman in my bedroom. <laughs> okay, everyone watched Elizabeth Town. That's where we're getting this from. <laughs> okay, um, so none of his checks were being cashed, and he kind of just let it go. Yeah, I and that it was bothered well, me yeah, that he let I it go so knew. easily. I thought that's one of the reasons I, I thought he knew. See, I could see was. that. Yeah, because it was like to me, and she's just like, "Oh, they probably like, oh, there's something management, blah blah excuses." And I was like, <sighs> "Like, I, I think if it were me and I were him, I would have been like, something's not right here, and I would have been like, maybe don't come this week." I gotta figure some shit out. You know what I mean? Or something. And then put two and two together. Because, like, (laughs) was it, like, what was it, Made in Haven or whatever? Is that, was it even, like, a real, I guess it was a real It had to be because he called them. And he said they never heard of her. Yeah, like that. I thought that that was weird. Like, yeah. (laughs) They've never heard of you. And my checks haven't been cashed. And it was just, and he was just like, oh, okay. And I was like, you should not. You should not just accept that as an answer because mm-hmm. if someone cannot, <laughs> it's pretty weird. Yeah, like it's pretty weird, and also like if your alarm bells aren't going off, 
then maybe you just like don't have alarm bells or something. I don't know what to tell you, but like, like your gut instinct well, left you a long time yeah, ago. Well, that's like I said, like there were certain things in the movie where I was like, so maybe he does know who she is. Cause there's that awkward moment when she, he gives her a ride home and he said, Oh, I don't remember what your name is. Sorry. If my memory's not good. And she's like, like a deer in headlights. And mm-hmm. she goes, I don't think I told you my name. It's Rhoda. And then I was like, oh shit he's gonna know and no and then he's like well nice to meet you rhoda and i was like what is this movie what am i watching right now how come he doesn't know who she is and then you learn later it's because she's a minor but we've already decided that that is not gonna happen right and then or not like realistic but then well with the high school yeah yeah but anyway so i did think it was weird that he was just like Oh, okay. I'm getting free. I'm getting a free service, and none of my checks are cashing. But I'll just continue to have you coming and cleaning for free. Yeah, like I. <laughs> none of it makes sense. No, it didn't make sense at all. And also, to me, I don't know. I mean, obviously, he suffered TBI, very severe TBI, because he was. You said he was in a coma for a for year. A year. Yeah, because she was like looking through the news articles online. Right. So, okay, did you so see the old-fashioned way she searched on Google? It was like New Haven and crash <laughs> and whatever. <laughs> no, That's like how I you d- used to search. Anyway, keep going. I'm sorry, I interrupted uh, now you. Now I do like how do something blah blah, and it just prefills. <laughs> yeah, like I love it. sometimes it prefills like it's reading my mind, but in like for like the most bonkers things that it's I think. Weird. How did you know that I was gonna look this up? <laughs> I was looking up. I that happened to me the other day. I can't remember what I was looking up, and it like filled it out for me. And I was like, "How? How did you know?" Nothing makes me feel more unoriginal than knowing everybody is probably googling the I think same it thing might have as been me. The stingray teeth, actually. Oh, yeah, because I was okay. like, I was like, sting. Like, what do stingray? And then it like was like teeth look like, and I was like, oh damn, <laughs> it's weird ass teeth. I got some weird they ass do have teeth. Weird teeth. Very interesting. Um, anyway, I'm sorry I derailed. No, us. That's my it's fault. okay. Oh shit, what was I talking about? What was I talking about? It's not my fault. I have ADHD. <laughs> it's my fault because I derailed you. <laughs> I guess that didn't really work. Was I just talking about the You're talking about thing? the Maiden Haven. Mm-hmm. Um, and him thinking it's weird him not thinking then not weird. thinking it's weird oh right right okay so i do maybe have an explanation as to part of the reason why he could have like been just completely unaware that she it was who she was that killed his you know family mm-hmm. maybe it's because he was in a coma for a year you know yeah that's but i mean i know legally you know there's that whole aspect too but i'm just trying to think of like it it being in a coma for such a long time I mean, you're missing a huge amount of stuff you know and it's just seems like maybe something could have been wrapped up within there but they don't really ever get into that well i think that that's what they want us to think like oh he just <laughs> i think he was startled he was by a kitty he was like, like no oh he was in a coma so he just didn't bother but then after they had sex and they were laying on the couch he was like talking about how he would like daydream about like how he would get his revenge on the kid and so i thought if you're thinking that powerfully then i think it's weird that he wouldn't get the information somehow yeah. not through illegal means right. but there's ways to get it oh yeah for sure i want to talk about the essay she wrote and i i kind of liked the essay because so there was like this billionaire who was giving away a seat on a shuttle to go to Earth 2. Mm-hmm. And she, you had to write like a 500-word essay. And she wrote about how the first explorers weren't like 
wealthy kings or mm-hmm. queens and you know like high famous people they were like madmen and felons and Very you know true. like adventurers and so she said like that's as how a australia felon, got pretty much discovered was the felons right they used it as a yeah. penal colony yeah the british were like we don't want you here <laughs> and the, the australians were like we'll take them <laughs> i'd like those those are loaded dingoes down here weren't we really need help killing <laughs> weren't they all like aborigines at the time yes and they all had australian accents. <laughs> it, to- it totally makes sense for this story <laughs> that i'm telling you right now it's just like yeah Quite definitely definitely <laughs> definitely <laughs> uh so she won because she wrote about like that she was a felon she should be chosen and she told john that she had applied and he got pissed and i, I assume because at that point he'd become like codependent on her yeah after she cleaned his house three or four times you know i and, mean um <laughs> i guess he probably doesn't see anyone well, so it yeah, can make sense that obviously. he might get really attached well, to her you know did he call a pro- did he order a prostitute when she was leaving his house the first time because there was that car that came up and a woman in a really short skirt got out and walked in oh did he oh oh my god i never even thought of that i guess he could have yeah because they never revisited that so i assume it's supposed to be called a call girl right <laughs> I didn't even think of that, but I guess that's yeah. Because you kind of like see her pulling up, and then there's like nothing else. Well, and then she gets out of the car, and right. she's wearing like a short skirt, and he like gets roadies like, "All right, you gotta leave now." <laughs> and so maybe he needed still, companionship or something. She still had sex with him, even <laughs> though she knew he'd at least ordered one prostitute. <laughs> I mean, you don't know that for sure, but yeah, maybe she was just a masseuse. <laughs> just feel like you're maybe not wrong at the same time. <laughs> anyway, so uh, so he got really mad, and then later in the movie, she told him she won, and he's like, "We gotta, we've gotta celebrate." Yeah, I thought that was a very and I thought like weird. I would, like the whole time I was like, ask her what was in her essay because that would be my first question. I'd be like, "Can I read your essay that you won this trip to go to the second Earth?" With? Right, right. And so I thought, "Uh oh, here it comes," but then nothing, and then and then she had to come clean because she was like, "I make you happy, and you make me happy," and I was like, "This is." really a weird soliloquy because you like it's a weird it turns well, into like, he's he's like saying like please don't go please don't go don't leave and i was like i can understand why he's saying that but i could i feel like i could never tell someone like no i want you to stay when this is an opportunity that will never come again you know what i mean like it's it's like I would feel so guilty and I would re- worry that they would resent me and I'm assuming that she's gonna come back, you know? That's the thing. We never hear the details. Well, I we never hear the details if it's a one-way trip or not. Right. Um, in the movie, the mystery is they don't know what will happen to them. Right. But in real life, you know, you would have a lot more of those details and I, I don't... I wouldn't have a problem, like, if my partner was like, I want to go on this trip to Jupiter. I right. would be like, do not go. Right. Like, you know, yes, this is a trip of a lifetime, but we have something here. We're in an established relationship. Right. This is, you know, you have to, we have to think about how this will affect 
what we have now mm-hmm. so do not go i wouldn't feel guilty doing that i don't think because that's a life that's a major life-changing event <laughs> yeah but they really didn't have anything and for him and we don't get the details so we don't know why he's saying don't go unless he's just afraid she's gonna die because they're joking earlier in that scene about like um how she's like oh i have to sign you sign all kinds of waivers that say if i any if i die for any reason it's my fault and (laughs) so i i don't know like i don't think their relation i guess my main issue is i think the base of the storyline is kind of sweet if it wasn't his wife and kid that she killed if it was maybe like a sister or something that she killed a pregnant <laughs> so I think him asking her not to his go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Just him asking her not to go would make it would be a little bit more romantic. But in this case, since it was his wife, it feels more dirty. Yeah. 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 I think that there there definitely was a lot i think there was a lot of like surface hold on i'm just gonna i think there was a lot of surface stuff that were kind of i guess as an audience supposed to look deeper into but you can't have super intimate moments with someone if there's no intimacy there in the beginning in the first place and that's like you know sandeep um (laughs) yeah but I mean, overall, I think I I liked it. Is it the best movie ever? No, of course not. But is it entertaining? Sure. It's fun. You know, I mean, not fun, but it's, I don't know. Would you recommend the movie? I don't think I would. Okay. I, um, I don't feel like I wasted my time watching it. I feel like it was, it had interesting aspects, um, I, I feel like there was the an, another the other earth aspect was just for them to show some sort of weird um cg special effects prowess or something yeah um i think there's a lot of things that need to be sorted out um like the suicide attempt. i agree with you <laughs> i agree with you that was it was entertaining in mm-hmm. in the fact that i was entertained watching it and i wondered how it was going to end but i don't I don't at all think that it's a must-see. And I, and I mean, um, yeah, I think you could probably just listen to this episode and, and not yeah. watch it and you'd be just fine. How about, how about you? I think that, um, I think I, I would. I think I'd be, I wouldn't be like really passionate about recommending it. I'd be like, yeah, it's, it's decent. It's entertaining, you know. But um, when I saw this, however long ago was that I saw this, I really, really liked it. But I've grown a lot in that if time. I, and I think I might know. have felt similarly if I'd seen it in yeah. 2011 as like, well. Like, I thought it was, like, really cool and, and uh, very thoughtful and stuff like that. But, you know, a lot of time has passed, and I'm a totally different person than I was in my 20s. And um, I'm also a lot more in touch with how I critique films. I'm not just willing to let things just fly now you know what i mean mm-hmm. well i am in some movies <laughs> like you know winter's tale like jupiter ascending and stuff like that. <laughs> but 
Ten minutes later, she's still naming off movies. <laughs> there's that one movie about that thing. Oh, and then there's that other movie. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so um, I I liked it. I enjoyed it for what it was. I I I glad I saw it again. Um, but no, it definitely did not have the same impact on me that it did when I first saw it. For sure, I think it's just. I think your I think your twenties are kind of just like a more emotional time. I feel like um, you're still growing. Your brain's still really kind of like just fully developed, or like just not quite yet. You know, so it's it's just a different experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm. Yes, I would, but I would. I wouldn't. It just wouldn't be like you know, because like whenever I talk about like American Beauty, I'm always like, oh my god, it's the greatest film ever. <laughs> like you need to watch this film; it's so good. Blah, blah blah. Like I'm always like really passionately talking about it. But this, no, definitely not, not to that level. But I did like it. I did enjoy it. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah. So. I guess you can follow us on Instagram at Watchers and Movies, uh, Facebook at Watchers and Movies, um, and make sure you subscribe to wherever you listen to our podcasts, and uh, you know follow us on social media, and you'll see what's up next. Um, and thank you so much to Mike for our theme music. Oh, wait, no, hold on, I forgot to say, if you want us to do a movie that you re- that you're recommending to us, you can do it in a couple ways. You can either DM us on our uh, social media, you can send us an email at watchersofmovies at gmail.com, or you can write, give us five stars on iTunes, and write the name of the movie, and we'll just review it. Pretty, we usually do it pretty soon, within a couple weeks. So, and thank you to Mike so much for our theme music. Yes, you can find him on Twitter at the Mike Show Forty Two. His name is Mike Myers. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Mike. And that's it. Bye bye. Bye bye.